in a multiple offer situation, we need to come in with your strongest offer right up front. So while price is definitely one of the biggest considerations, sellers will scrutinize every part of that offer, you know, including the amount of your down payment, including the amount of your earnest money, and, and all of those things. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. First up on the mailbag this week is from out of state. It's from Bart in San Diego. Bart says, hey, I'm from out of state, but my family will be relocating to your area soon. Do most of your neighborhoods have strict HOAs? Or are things more reasonable in terms of monthly costs and restrictions? We basically pay a second mortgage to HOA fees in our current neighborhood, and I'd like to get away from that with our next home. <laughs> Coming from San Diego, you're going to be pleasantly surprised here in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, um, it's that's when you see the HOA dues, and it's by year instead of by month, and it's the yes. same amount that it was for by month in the other person in the other neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean we have we have some neighborhoods throughout the Salem area with HOA gated community type. But generally speaking, no, I, I, I get the feeling Bart for what you're looking for in a residential home. We could show you some wonderful, wonderful neighborhoods that would appeal to you and no HOAs. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> so not a common problem that people are like, Oh, all that's available is, you know, HOA type uh, type homes where you're going to have those extra expenses and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, no, not too many around here. Because that can make a big difference when you're looking at certain places and all of a sudden in your budget you're having to account for three, four hundred, five hundred dollars sure. a month in HOA fees. And well, yeah, I've you're getting seen a lot deals of extra fall stuff, apart. But oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, when you have a buyer that's pre-approved up to a certain amount, and then we get further through the transaction and the lender catches wind that there's a there's a steep HOA involved. Um, the buyer may not qualify anymore. Oh, okay. So, gotcha. Got to keep an eye on that. Mm, that's a good point. And not something that would be caught kind of in the initial pre-qualification or pre-approval, right? Because that's irregardless or it doesn't matter what home they're, they're buying at that stage of the process. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Thanks for the question, Bart. But yeah, like Colleen says, sounds like you'll be pleasantly surprised as you look at homes in the area. If you want to get in touch with Colleen, she can talk to you about specific neighborhoods and some of the specific things you're looking for in a home to help you narrow that search down a little bit more. Call or text 503-830-9467 to reach out directly. All right, Tiffany's got a question for us over in South Salem. And Tiffany says, what's your philosophy on helping sellers determine if it's good to go ahead and sell their home now versus waiting until spring? Oh, that's such a great common question. We're getting a lot right now. And this is what I say every year during this time is in the spring, a lot of people test the market. So inventory is going to go up and we're going to have people, you know, thinking about selling their home and testing the market, go on market, see if they can get the price they want. Then a lot of our clients say, oh, our flowers bloom in spring. It's so much prettier. But right now we have homes on the market and we also have very serious buyers out there. Buyers that are taking the time out from the holidays because they need a home. Inventory is low right now and the buyers that are out there are serious. So weighing those two, 
let's talk about your timeline, Tiffany, and see if that all falls into your time. Like, what are the benefits of getting your home sold right now um, versus waiting a few months? Not sure what the market's going to do between now and spring season. But what I do know is the market's really good right now. Um, Sellers are still getting more than top dollar for their home. So if your goal is to get maximum value for your home and get it done, you know, quickly, I would say now's the time, but let's take, you know, let's have a deeper conversation about what things you're looking for, what your goals are, what your timeline is, where you want to go and factor all those things in. And then we'll come up with a, a great timeline that feels good for, for you and hits your goals. Follow up question for you, Colleen. I always find the, that philosophy of spring is the best time to sell. Well, spring's kind of broad. So how do you how do you really sort of uh, peg that in? Like, when does the inventory really start going up? Are we talking March yeah. as in spring or more like a well, May spring? Or? You know, we have a lot of sellers contracted to go live on their listings all through the first quarter, January, February, and March, depending on what their goals are and timeline. I think people kind of relate spring the weather's better, you know, well, you just really never know, but flowers depending, are blooming. Depending on the week, right? <laughs> and also the timeline for um, moving when school gets out used to kind of be a big deal. Like if we go shopping during spring break, we put an offer in on a house, we can close it and move as as school is getting out. So that generic timeline seems to appeal to a lot of people, but we do see an influx of homes on the market right at the beginning of January, people just kind of sliding through the holidays here or taking their time off from work to get some projects done and get ready for market, get all their holiday decor taken down. And then we do photos first week of January and we hit the market. So we've got a lot of those. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) Um, But what's the difference between listing now here in December versus waiting till January? You might get a really great offer on your house right now because you're not going to be in that group of, of everyone's hitting the market at the same time. You're going to beat you're going to beat that traffic. It's a great point. Great point across the board. So, really, you're looking at the springtime definition of it. Sounds to me like April or late late March into April is late where March a lot of that timing April. happens. Okay. Yeah, it seems to be whenever spring break is. So Just, that yeah. makes sense. That's the we're, we're looking at home and we're putting in offers at the tail end of the school year, so that when the school year ends, boom, the move happens before the summer kicks in. That's why yes. there's that's why that timing tends to that that's the seasonality. Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, just uh, nice to peg down what that waiting until spring truly means for folks because, you know, I don't know. Sometimes people think, all right, February, we're basically moving on into spring at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still a little early, it sounds like. Tiffany, really great question. And, yeah, lots of people ask that one this time of year. Uh, Steve has our next question for us on today's show over in Sublimity. Steve says, do you think if mortgage rates keep rising – It'll kill buyer demand heading into 2022. Do I think mortgage rates are going to keep rising? No, I think they will go up a little, but not a lot. Not enough to change the buyer demand. And also with these new loan programs rolling out, I think it's more opportunity for buyers, even if their rate increases by 1%, let's say, um, these new programs might help offset some of some of that extra cost in their buying power. So to sum it up, I would say no. I don't think it's going to kill any buyer demand in 2022. And in fact, the statistics are that we're going to have a very strong sales uh, year, better than 2021. 
Oh, very interesting. Well, I can't wait to see it all play out in the next year. Great yeah. question, Steve. Thank you for sending that one to us. And uh, it'll be something to keep your eye on as a buyer. But, um, you know, it's hard to see things drastically changing with how slow things have been to move over the last many, many yes. years at this point. But, so. hey, Steve, let's get you in a house sooner than later. We'll help you. <laughs> yeah. Why wait and leave those things to chance, right? So good question. All right. Last one of the week comes to us uh, out of Northeast. Daphne asks this one. Does the size of the down payment matter much in an offer to a seller? And what about earnest money or due diligence? How do you prioritize with buyers the right amounts to put into each of these categories to have the biggest impact for a strong offer? That's a great question. I love that name, Daphne. It's so pretty. It is pretty name. Um, mm-hmm. And Daphne, that's such a great question that everybody has right now as a buyer. How do we present our strongest offer? Tell us what to do. Tell us like how. So my suggestion is let's sit down and have a have a conversation about expectations and we can go over kind of those things. When competing against other buyers in a multiple offer situation, we need to come in with your strongest offer right up front. So while price is definitely one of the biggest considerations, Sellers will scrutinize every part of that offer, you know, including the amount of your down payment, including the amount of your earnest money and and all of those things. So let's set the stage by discussing those options and what that would look like for you and what you're most comfortable with, yet how strong can you come in? And a skilled, experienced realtor will be able to help you, coach you, help give you some great advice. And, um, you know, I've got a whole team of them here. So we'd love to help you so to ease your concerns and um, win that bid for you. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.